Good evening. Welcome to the night show. I am the host, Estelena, and I'm back. Just as I promised uh, this week on the Facebook page, I mentioned something about talking about the conversation of the comeback. And today, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. Many people are going through different moments and different seasons in their lives. And all they want after this is to come back feeling extremely fresh and ecstatic. Now, I know um, you're up for some really, really good time and thinking about um, how you're working and going through all these webinars and all these series. And all you want to do is to have a good time and you're not about to have any more serious conversation right now. So I'm going to keep it light and I'm going to try to keep it interesting as long as you promise to stick with me from the beginning to the end as we talk about our various experiences and our comeback. So before we start, I'm going to leave you with this wonderful and amazing song by Regina Ray that inspired me totally and I'm sure you will love it. Okay, turns out you cannot actually upload music, so <laughs> you have to be listening to these transitions that we have up here, which are doing great anyway. So we're talking about comeback, and I'm going to share with you a story that I I know, or I have personally experienced. I remember one time when I went to a certain place I was working, and then I was probably doing training. And then I remember being really excited and saying how I'm going to collect my my uh, trainee report. report. You know, the one that you are going to take to interviewers to go and interview and interview you. So you have this letter and it's supposed to be a recommendation letter to say, how amazing you are, you're a top performer, you've been doing such an amazing job and you're exemplary. But guess what my letter was written? <laughs> you will be very surprised. It was written, um, all efforts try, all efforts to help Esther have, have really failed and it, it's just impossible from here. And I remember looking at that letter and I was so heartbroken, I was so heartbroken. I remember now being in the Matatu and thinking, oh my God, what the hell is this? How can I take this anywhere, you know? And that totally changed my entire perception of who I used to think I was. From the time I used to be extremely overconfident and walking and feeling like I'm on top of the world to start questioning and second guessing myself. And I guess this is, this is that time where now you start getting your hoofs chopped and you start not seeing yourself the way your mommy sees you as the best deal in the world, you actually start to question whether you are good enough for anything, you know? And that really happens a lot, a lot, a lot in life. That's what takes you backwards, right? But I remember really breaking at that point. And thank God I, I feel like I have a totally different spirit, which just always tells me I have vengeance. <laughs> so... Where is other people will probably look at that situation and think um, I've given up. I have vengeance. I always want to prove that I'm not what you're thinking. 
But for a lot of us, it takes us a whole lot step back. I see people who used to be extremely amazing and confident, and one day they cannot even speak to people. They are quite intimidated. And that has happened to me later, actually, because a lot the more you keep getting rejection, you start um, thinking and feeling a lot differently. And I remember that time really breaking down. And it took me a while to gain my confidence back. But that was a time that was really, really, really heartbreaking for me. I'm going to be sharing more of those stories and how to come back just after this. But let's take a break. All right. So you have this letter. This very terrible recommendation letter, and I think at that age, you, when you're really in your 20s, you actually believe that recommendations letter, recommendation letters have anything to do with your future, and you actually really need them, and you're begging for them until you realize it's just a letter. Okay? <laughs> it's for you to just show up at the interview and do an amazing and brilliant job and just you know take it from there. Anyway, so I was really devastated. I have served for close to a year in this place and I have no recommendation letter. But what I, an idea came to my mind is this was probably the time to start a business. I was getting rid of this funny thought of anybody telling me what I can or I cannot do, right? And of course, it's really highly ambitious, to think that, you know what, just because one person said, no, you can't do this, you can't find another person to work with, and so you have to just start your own things, you know, like you're like um, telling everyone to go to hell so that now you can work on your own as an island. It doesn't always work like that anyway, right? So that was my first approach initially. But later I, I came to realize I'm going to make an enemy out of everyone who's this is how I'm going to approach it. So number one thing that helped me overcome my identity issues that have come up over time due to the experiences of adulting, which is really normal, really. Of course, there are people who get to go along the way without experiencing too much trauma on themselves and still so they keep becoming even more overconfident. But for the lots of us, we pass through moments, even, even if it's friends walking away from us, they can think, Am I a bad person? Or, you know, things like that. Or going to a place and not being able to fit in. You start to think a lot and you start to question, what is this that is happening to me, right? And so the one thing that has really helped is to find my identity in something bigger than myself. And I don't know what it is for you, but for me, it is God. I just look at it and I say, I am a child of God, and that is what matters. And if God is almighty, then me as a daughter of God, what am I, you know? And you know, when you start to pick your identity, you as an individual, and you start to look at God and you put your focus and you say, what is God's purpose in my life? You're able to operate a lot differently. You know, there's this confidence that's always fleeting where if you have a new a new car or a new house or you're eating pizza, <laughs> which you perceive to be special, you may have overconfidence just at that moment. But once the pizza is over, the confidence is gone. But there's one confidence that I personally have observed that does not shake or, we, or, or, or waver 
and that is your identity coming from God. I'm going to be sharing more of how personally I've had my own comeback. And you can possibly find your own comeback. But yeah, you just um, be reflecting upon that even as I share two more other points in the next break just before we close down. Number two. Ah, so the first one we talked about uh, finding your identity in God and knowing what your identity is in God. And then secondly, it is knowing who you are. What are you made of? What makes you happy? What makes you sad? What makes you excited? What are you really good at? What are you amazing at? Just take a part and write all the amazing things about yourself and you keep ticking. You praise yourself the way you would as you're writing your CV. When you focus on the greatest things about yourself and you stop focusing on the really bad things about yourself, you're able to appreciate the strides that you have come from, right? So this could include going back to even your childhood. It could be something so small, something really small, and you clap yourself for whatever little achievements that you're making. That in the long run is going to start reboosting your own personal confidence. And as you take it step, as you take every decision and you say, what do I want to do? Taking, going to your memory and handpicking the memories that the events and the activities that made you, feel, made you feel elated and replaying them or trying to ensure that you make sure you have many of such moments, you start to feel better. If writing used to make you feel like a giant, you can start writing again. If dancing used to make you feel like a queen, do it. If it is singing, do the things that make you feel alive. And this leads us to the third point, which is the last, is stop everything that makes you feel inadequate, pathetic, bad. Like if you dress up one morning and you go to meet so-and-so, and after meeting that person, you leave feeling worse, that person is not someone you should keep meeting over and over and over again. You need to wake up and dress up for people who make you feel elated, happy, and excited. And you need to stop looking forward to meeting people who don't respond to your messages, do not call you, or do not call back ever. They don't want you in their life. And you can see clearly they don't want you in their life. So you need to, uh, one, know your worth, know who you are, know what you're about. And then third, you need to really know what you don't want. And make deliberate efforts to cut that off. Every time you're climbing a hill and someone is pulling you down, you will constantly be finding yourself going back. But for you to come back and find yourself, you need to surround yourself with people who make you feel amazing about yourself. Not people who are lying to you, no. They can even be telling you the truth that there are things in your life you need to change. But they're doing it from a place of love. So, friends, I'm going to need to go because my time is up. And I know that you need some time and cut, to catch up and certainly come back sooner. I'm going to wish you a good night. And I do hope that we come back feeling rejuvenated and excited even after COVID. Good night. <laughs>